the holy gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. As Jesus and his disciples went on their way, Jesus entered a village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We've all had the experience. We're listening to someone and what they're saying makes absolutely no sense to us. Or we're reading an article or listening to someone being interviewed on the TV and what the person is saying seems out of touch with reality as we perceive it. And we say to ourselves, where in the world is he coming from? Where is he coming from? Today's gospel reading immediately follows last week's gospel story in which, if you remember, Jesus encounters a lawyer who wants to know what to do to inherit eternal life. The lawyer can recite the double command to love God and neighbor, but he is not putting it into practice in his own life. And so Jesus tells him the story of the Good Samaritan wherein a man traveling along a road is ambushed, robbed, beaten, and left half dead. Both a Jewish priest and a Levite, revered religious men, see the half-dead man, but pass him by. Where are they coming from? If they have an interconnection with the God of love and mercy, they do not act from that place of interconnection. But a Samaritan sees the man, and he does act from an interconnection with the infinitely loving God, a connection which motivates and energizes his outward acts of compassion, empowering him to put love of neighbor into practice. In today's gospel, Martha is doing many outward things, but she is doing them without the one thing necessary, an inner connection with God, the source of all good. Where is Martha coming from? 
if we listen to her words, we can see that she is coming from her ego, her small self, her put-upon self, her victim self. So centered is she in her own self-righteous ego that she orders Jesus, the teacher, the master, the Lord, to do her will. She even questions whether Jesus really cares about her at all. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me, she commands. Where is Martha coming from? From a place of anger, to be sure, a place of resentment. She's coming from a place wherein she believes she is being wronged and unappreciated. And notice her repeated reference to herself. My sister has left me to do all the work by myself. Tell her then to help me. Where is she coming from? From her ego, her separate self, her self-absorbed self, her surface self. And her ego is engaged in many outward activities which are not drawing energy from an inner connection with God and the divine flow of love and life. How does Jesus respond to Martha's command that he do her will? Where does he come from? He does not respond from his own ego. He doesn't take offense when Martha orders him to do her will. Martha, Martha, he responds. And that simple repetition of her name says so much. For in gently repeating her name, Martha, Martha, Jesus makes clear that his attention is on her. He does care for her. He sees her. He knows her name. And he recognizes the tone of woundedness and frustration in her voice. And by simply and tenderly repeating her name, Martha, Martha, Jesus is tacitly calling her back to her true self, the self that he sees in her, the uniquely precious person whom God created and named Martha. In the book of the prophet Isaiah, God says to us, I have called you by name. You are precious in my sight and I love you. Martha, Martha. Where is Jesus coming from? From the innermost part of himself, wherein he is intimately connected to God, to the flow of divine life and love. 
Jesus is coming from a place of God connectedness. And he wants to reconnect Martha to her deeper self, her true self, wherein she also is intimately connected to God. Without scolding, without accusation, Jesus gently brings to Martha's attention the fact that she is not coming from a place of connection with God. Martha, Martha, he says, you are worried and distracted by many things. John Shea writes, Martha is a representative of outward activity that has somehow become disengaged from inner grounding. Martha thinks that she is frantic and distracted because there are too many tasks. But the Lord sees things differently. Martha's problem is not that she has a lot to do and no one to help her. Martha's real problem is her inner state of worry and distraction. This frantic inner state undercuts her actions and makes them less effective, not grounded in God. And groundedness in God is the one thing necessary. In the story, Mary, seated at Jesus' feet, embodies and symbolizes the one thing necessary, that deep inner connection with God from which flows truly loving, compassionate, and effective action in the world." Unquote. My friends, I believe that one of the powerful lessons we can learn from today's gospel is the practice of pausing from time to time during our day and asking ourselves, where am I coming from? This can be especially helpful when we sense at the edge of our awareness negative feelings arising from within. We can then consciously pause and ask ourselves, where am I coming from? Am I coming from a place where, like Martha, I am worried and distracted by many things, allowing outer events or other people's words to take control of my thoughts, my emotions, my life? I must confess, dear friends, that I come from that place a lot of the time disconnected from the one thing necessary, that deep inner connection with God who is the ground and energy of all spiritually empowered, effective action. You have heard me speak several times in the past about Dr. Otto Scharmer, senior lecturer at MIT and an expert in the field of organization development. In his research at MIT and in his working with governments and corporations to bring about positive change, Sharma has come to this conclusion. 
the success of our actions does not depend on what we do or how we do it, but on the inner place from which we operate. Effective action means opening the mind, the heart, and the will. It means suspending old habits of judgment. It means empathizing. And it means letting go of what wants to die in oneself and letting come what is waiting to be born. Unquote. Some 2,000 years after Jesus, modern organization development experts are teaching the lesson Jesus was teaching Martha that we will always be frantic and worried and ineffective if we are not operating out of that inner place of compassion and openness of mind, heart, and will, which we Christians call the indwelling spirit or the kingdom of God or the mind and consciousness of Christ. My friends, we live in a society of unceasing outward activity and increasing negativity, often emanating from a worried, distracted consciousness, disconnected from God and our true self. We tend to float on the surface of a roiling sea, unmoored, susceptible to being tossed by the waves of whatever comes at us from our outer world and demands our attention, overwhelms us, and makes us believe that it is those outer things crying out for our attention and energies that really matter. Like Martha, we avoid the one thing necessary which is maintaining our soul's deep inner connection with God, who loves us, calls us by name, and invites us to enter into that unceasing flow of divine life energy, which alone enables us to act with effectiveness and selflessness in the midst of a world beset by individualism, partisanship, and an unwillingness to make sacrifices for the sake of the common good and the health and survival of the only planet we have. And so, my friends, from time to time throughout our day, and especially when negative thoughts and emotions arise on the periphery of our awareness, let us consciously pause and ask ourselves, where am I coming from? From my ego, which is so often worried and distracted by many things? Or from that place deep within where my true self is intimately connected with God, the source of life, love, and truly effective, beneficial action? 